Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet We ask the hard questions like What are the effects of the Fergalicious condition? Well it makes you loco first of all Well no I believe it makes the boys go loco Okay if you're a boy Then it makes you go loco What if you're okay. a girl though? Or non-binary yeah. I'm pretty sure That it no effect? Makes everybody go loco Oh, so it's like in kind of lyrics, like a radius though, it effect. Specifically calls out boys. So is it like is it like an is is it like succubus with like an ace person? Does it not work? No effect. Oh my god! Maybe. You said Fergalicious and not Carcalicious. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were we talking about Carcalicious? No, no, I said Fergalicious. You were talking about Fergalicious, and I literally don't remember the that song. <laughs> I never listened to Fergalicious, but I do occasionally listen to Carcalicious. So I was like, boys, they mentioned a specific troll. Are you fucking talking about? <laughs> okay, so... Make your case. Okay, I'm, I'm going to read out the lyrics real fast, and we're going to okay. find it. So it does Give us state, a dramatic reading. Okay, listen up, y'all, because this is it. The beat I'm banging is delicious, okay? <laughs> so knowing about the effect so far. But Fergalicious definition makes bo- them boys go loco. They want my treasure so they can get their pleasures from my photo. But then it does also go on. You could see me, you can't squeeze me. I think it. I think it's combination between a charm effect and an incorporeal effect. Yeah? Yeah, like it, ma- it makes them have an untangible desire of some sort. Maybe it's not you specifically. Maybe you can get, make something else for Galicious and then, like, I don't know, you you cast a spell and, I don't know, that rock over there gets the Fergalicious condition. Okay. And suddenly everyone wants it, but they can't have it because it's no longer tangible. It just phases out of existence when they try to touch it. I don't know how I feel about <laughs> us pathfinderizing a song that I listened to in my childhood, religiously. Religiously? Oh. I didn't know that. What? Yeah, I, I listened to Fergie a lot when I was a kid. Me too. I love the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Mine was My Humps. <laughs> okay. Uh, discussions of Fergalicious and whether it should be a condition or a spell, more like uh, the sounds of it. Um, I'm gonna say on the occult spell list because it's a mind affecting <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, okay. Do you wanna do you wanna play some Pathfinder? Please. What a segue. 
So, previously in Extinction Curse, uh, you guys have taken the show on the road. Uh, so long, Isle of Aaron, and hello, Isle of Kortos. Uh, you are going to be, uh, for a while, traveling through the Swordlands with two main jobs. And nothing will distract you from that. Job number one, put on shows around the uh, heartlands of the Isle of Kortos, where uh, most of the food of the island is produced and shipped not only to the massive metropolis of Absalom, but to the rest of the world, helping keep the people of uh, Golarion uh, fed and full. And your other thing is to look for uh, the Aeon Orbs, uh, those life-giving stones that Aradin used to make this island alive in the first place, that are now dying since uh, the god of humanity has vanished. And you were like, yeah, this is this is our goal. Nothing will distract us. And then you met a nice uh, a nice Dilf, and he was like, well, fellas, I'm being haunted. And you're like, shit, another quest. Would you describe him as a Dilf? Hold on. Yeah, yeah he's a Dilf. He didn't mention that in the last episode. Show, show I super to... did. No, you, you did not. over him. Oh, okay. I did go ooga ooga. Yes. <laughs> I show ooga ooga over every fucking man over the age of 20. I like men. What can I say? Okay. Anyway, I truly think that having a mustache and no beard is is just not a good look. Ever, it's okay if you're a, a dapper Victorian gentleman who is both <laughs> the mayor of the Swordlands and also the director of a funerary home who is being haunted by a fucking ghost child who might be killing people around the Swordlands and bringing them to him. The okay. thing is, is that he's haunted, which makes him hotter. Yeah, he's being, uh, basically, for the last 14 months, uh, this guy, uh, Upper Vandy, um, is, uh, who is the mayor of Carrick and, uh, the associated towns around, kind of hit their coordinator. He is essentially, uh, being haunted by a eyeless girl who shows up in the middle of the night in his, uh, home, uh, wearing a funerary shroud. And every morning after he sees this girl, someone winds up dead. Which is like, okay, it was maybe a coincidence the first time, but 14 months later and like 20 deaths, starting to sense a pattern here. Starting. <laughs> yeah. And then Ariadne <laughs> decided to grow her nails out. Smiley face. Smiley face? Ooh. Trauma. Ariato is going through nasty puberty, which is to say, um... She has been started to be affected by the call, um, a transformative uh, and psychologically harrowing uh, event where um, basically your soul is trying to turn into a hag. Uh, you can fight this off, but it's going to be difficult. It's going to cause you stress, and especially as uh, other things start to get more stressful, you might start to show more signs of your hag heritage. Which isn't great. Oh, yay. It's a good thing Ariato isn't a big ball of stress. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing oh, there's boy. nothing in your life that could make your uh, make this uh, difficult period in your life more difficult. Nothing right? at all. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's always fine. <laughs> nothing bad ever happens to the circles. Ah! So, uh, would we like to start playing? Hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, <clears throat> it is the next day, and you guys are in your camp. Uh, it is a Monday morning, and that's Fantasy Monday. Really? Yeah. You guys are slowly waking up after an 
interesting night. How is everyone doing as you uh, kind of return to the world of the waking? Rayari's feeling fine. Rayari's so far been the least traumatized by uh, this adventure <laughs> path. Good for them. Rayari's too far up their own ass, but in like a way that isn't like obnoxious, just enough to keep them away from most trauma. <laughs> See, the thing that Royari has that Ariato and Volio are lacking is self-confidence. It's an ego. It's an ego. It's an ego. That's more like it. Yeah. Um, Ray, you're doing fine. Ariato, Volio, how about you guys? Uh, Volio's coasting along as best he can. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's coping. No, he's not. Um, he. <laughs> Um, he hasn't been, like, bad. I'll, I'll say that much. Hmm. And Ariato? How is your sleep? How, how are you doing? I think she slept. <laughs> 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 she probably did, but it didn't feel like she did. No. I will say, whatever sleep you got, it was heavy, but not, like, like in the terms of, like, deep sleep. It was more like you had an intense weight on you the entire time, making it actually difficult to stay asleep. That plus, like, bouts of paranoia in the middle of the night that you weren't alone, but, like... You know, the fun stuff. Yeah, good <laughs> shit. We haven't moved on to night terrors yet. Um, yes. Has Ariato told Royari or Volio yet? Or is she planning on telling them soon? Or is she just planning on keeping that secret for as long as she can? She'll get to it eventually. Hmm. TM. When it's... <laughs> eventually it's capitalized on a different font. Yep. <laughs> you, watch, yeah, you, you, you watch out or Royari will sniff it out. <laughs> <laughs> Royari can sense insecurities a mile away, for better and for worse. <laughs> um, cool, but... Look at that high waist, man. Um, <clears throat> I think as you get out, you see that people are practicing. It's starting to become clear that the people that you hired way back in uh, the Circus of Wayward Wonders are starting to be a little bit outclassed by... Uh, the people that were until recently members of the Celestial Menagerie. You should train them. Yeah, you can train them. That is something you can do over the week. You can have a training montage, uh, spend some mm -hmm. cash. But right now, basically a lot of these guys are still level two, whereas many of the people that you got from uh, the Celestial Menagerie are like level five. Mm -hmm. Oh. Level five. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like... Not to say Mistress Dusklight was a better uh, ringmaster or anything, but she certainly was a more experienced one who had been training these guys for much longer. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I think as you come out, uh, you see the professor. Uh, he is uh, sharing some food with... Um, I actually think it's Lorija. Uh, Lorija Summerpeak, um, one of uh, the members of the Order of St. Sarnax. And uh, they're having, uh, you know, kind of like a deep philosophical philosophical discussion and um, I think the professor sees you tree as you kind of like make your way out and he waves to you and he's like wandering tree over here for a moment if you will oh, okay Ryari saunters yes of course you guys make your way over and you sit and he kind of like smiles at you all and says so how was dinner last night with Mr. Vandy oh delicious it of course was eventful it was good I think Laraja raises an eyebrow and says, And what's that supposed to mean now? Eventful. Uh, 
Once again, we will be helping random people in a town. The man's apparently <laughs> haunted. Yes. By a ghost. Well, that's par for the course now. Anyway, about the circus. What? Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> Important business. I think uh, Lorijah kind of like uh, pouts at him and uh, says, Now, Zarlian, you really should be uh, talking, you really should uh, have some empathy for people in need, you know. And you're like, Zarlian? Who the fuck is Zarlian? That's the professor. Zarlian? I think it takes you a moment to realize none of you actually knew the professor's name. Professor. You have a name? (laughs) I thought you were born the professor. No one is born the professor. Some people are. Like who? Like him! I saw it! The professor kind of blinks at you. I, I mean, yes. You, you didn't know my name? You have you never, never told us. introduced yourself to us with your I've name. I've known you all for years. A- Ariadu, I've known you since you were a child. Yes, so what's your excuse? You never asked, I suppose. <laughs> I, I sincerely remember when when we met asking you what I should call you and you never gave me a name. You I gave said me the professor because everyone calls me the professor. And then I didn't know your name. Are you blaming me for not asking directly after I just tell you that I have asked? You're the one with your name. Zarlene Kaiosophis. There you go. Zarlene Kaiosophis. Oh. Are we happy? Take it back. I don't like it. I you keep calling me the professor, then. I think you have a very handsome name. Thank you, I appreciate it, Royder. Now, as I was, as we were saying, all right, what, do you want to talk more about uh, this Vandy fellow? Is there anything that we can do to help, or will you go off gallivanting and do it on your own time? Do you know how to exorcise a ghost? No. Oh, Phil, you're useless, I'm sorry. I think um, Lorijah kind of like strokes her chin a little bit and says, Well, I, I've never personally exercised a ghost, although I have met uh, clerics and inquisitors who have in their time. As far as I know, the best way to exercise a ghost is simply to encounter it, find out what it wants, and why it is doing this, and send it on its way. After all, a ghost cannot actually be destroyed unless you figure out what is binding it to this world. Otherwise, they'll just keep coming back. Right. Right. Fun. Like I said, we should spend the night. Spend the night... Where? It's a funeral parlor. Physical stays, of course. Well, the ghost is going around the town. Yes, but he sees her in his dreams, does he not? I'm not sure if it's literally there. It's our only lead. It's true. We could also try to find some more elites, consider- considering we're here. And we're staying here for a bit. Was it just people from this town, or was it the rest of Swordlands, or...? It's the entire Swordlands. Well, then I'm sure we can figure out more, visit the deceased. Alaraja uh, kind of perks up and says, Perhaps you could ask um, the clergy in this town, the next, etc., etc. Maybe idea. that's another option. No need to sleep in a funeral parlor. Um, and the professor knows this. You could also, of course, ask the Lord themselves. No, that's true. Do we know? Do you know where the haunting started? Yeah. 
there was a it was it was a farmer. They lived near Matin Cleave. Yeah, yes. that's the next town over. Yes. They didn't really think anything of it because he was old and had a heart condition already. Um, but there continued to be deaths after the after that, and that was when it became suspicious. Frightening. Oh, very. Well, I'm sure you can handle all that. And Lariah clicks her tongue and says, And I'm sure as well, Royari, that you can remember what, what we came here to Carrick to handle. You have a young girl who wants to become an alchemist, remember? And Oh, yes. Oh, I'm just too tired to go. And, you know, my legs. Are you just... Okay. You can handle it yourself, can't you? What else do you have to do? Young folk, with all your energy, she kind of ribs you a little bit. Hey, now. <laughs> Only because I love you. The professor kind of clears his throat a little bit again. And says, that being said, all this aside, I did want to talk a little bit about the circus. Ooh, that's yes, all right. important. So here's the thing. The family's growing quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, that does mean that's going to be more... We're going to need a bigger tent... Wages will be fine. We can cover the wages um, with, so long as we make enough money from more performances with more people. You've, al- you've already mm-hmm. gotten commissioned a bigger tent, which I'm very grateful for. But I do want to discuss the possibility of not everyone here being a performer. Right. We mm-hmm. might be able to have some people take on non-performing roles in the circus. Ooh, um, like henchmen. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, more like myself. I don't perform, but I still have this role. And now that you've given me uh, this ringleader staff, he kind of like picks it up and twirls a little bit. Um, <laughs> I feel much more confident in taking on the role of the ringmaster. Ooh. Well, I'm glad. Now, other things that we may be able to do if any of you requires assistance to aid you with risky things or perhaps a carnival backer to uh, grow anticipation for us, a band leader, mm-hmm. a medic. Uh, we did get some uh, new lights. Do you remember the spotlights we got from the menagerie? We could have someone yes. working on lighting. Uh, stagehand security guards, pyrotechnics, whatever we decide. Um... In the event as well that we do make more money, I do want to bring some attention. If we have a surplus, we have, uh, and he kind of like pulls out a little brochure and it's not a shopping catalog by any means. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it's definitely done up like an old circus flyer. You can't read what language um, it's written in. We can buy... uh, Services and goods for our circus that'll help it upgrade it, as it were. Um, for example, maybe buying some better seats, some safety nets, uh, some acoustics, a drum kit to help build anticipation if we need when someone's, you know, about to do something sc- uh, scary. You can always train more performers. Um, there is one thing I was particularly excited about, but we will need to save up for it. Mm-hmm. And he kind of leans in and says, Have any of you heard of a Helter Skelter? 
<gasps> I love the Beatles. <laughs> the, okay, no, I haven't. What is it? Damn it, Ritz. <laughs> 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 you beat me to it <laughs> at least you didn't say Charles Manson <laughs> yeah that, no the Beatles was my first idea that <laughs> yeah it's it's better honestly um so a helter skelter is essentially a uh, amusement ride um consider it's it's a tower painted in uh, white and red like a big barber pole but when you climb Ooh. up to the tower there is a slide which loops around the sides in a spiral and it, very good for children very good for trill seekers uh, but most importantly very good for our pockets since it's uh, uh, what's the term passive uh, passive passive income passive income yes mm. we put this up on our grounds people can drop by Use the helter skelter and leave. We may even yes. be able to do that if we set up uh, another thing which we rescued from the Mistress Dusklights. Uh, <gasps> we 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 borrowed a um, mechanical. You can say stole. It's okay. Well, we stole a robot. <gasps> you too. And another we, one. She calls herself Mistress Miracle. <gasps> oh, oh fuck. Oh. You should say fortune teller. Wait, wait. Yes. Is that the, is that the, is that the fortune teller? The, the, the little. It was a fortune. You you've met her. Yes. Yeah. She. She was... asks us incredibly hard questions. She was very yeah. nice. Well, if we get her set up, we may be able to get a small bit of passive income from her as well. Wonderful. Uh, in the meantime, however. I just asked that as well as any of your other stuff, like talking to the clergy in Carrick or the law or this uh, alchemist, that you do also set up some stuff around Carrick, you know, flyers, building some hype, etc., etc., just so we can uh, get the show started soon. Oh, yes, yes of, of course. course. I've been right. planning on training everyone. Well, I'm glad. And he kind of like so. stands up and says, I'll leave you all to it. Uh, make sure to discuss with anyone. Uh, see if anyone in particular wants to take roles. Uh, that's half-orc boy. Um, Esme. Esme Marigold. I believe he's mm -hmm. uh, forged quite a bond with Leandrus, that lion oh. uh, that you rescued. Uh, oh, it might mm. be worth considering hiring him as specifically an animal tamer. That's that not a bad idea. Wonderful. Now, I'll leave you all to it. Good luck, adventurers. And remember, the performance is 7 p.m. on Star Day. Yes, yes. Goodbye, Mr. Professor. Noted. All right, goodbye now. Loraja, and he kind of gives her a hand and uh, helps her up. Now, I'll give you that tour that you asked for. And oh. uh, they go off. Oh. Oh, my. So the professor and your mom? I don't really think that any of my family has a traditional role in family. <laughs> Caregiver question mark? I just call them they by their names. I mean, technically, they're all, like, quote, parents, but I wouldn't call them all mom and dad. Mm, interesting. Unconventional family. I think it's my thing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, we're going to have a little downtime this uh, time around. 
Uh, fellas, uh, it's day one, Moon Day, Fantasy Monday. I'm going to give you all basically one thing that you can do in your downtime. The others can be there for it, but you get to choose one specific thing. If you wanted to mm-hmm. train people, if you wanted to assign some jobs, uh, if you wanted to uh, look into buying more stuff, etc., etc., that's something you can do. But you can also pursue leads on this mystery with uh, Upper Vandy if you so choose. So what'll it be? What are you guys going to do? Volio did want to train people. Uh, so you want to train people up, right, Ritz? Yes. I, I assume that means basically everyone uh, who was in the Circus of Wayward Wonders before. What level do you want to try to get them to? I want to get them as close to being level five as I can without making us all fucking broke. Okay. Well, uh, right now, the circus... Okay, right now, in your coffer, you have a total of 45 gold. Um, Mm -hmm. However, you may... I think you spent 40 of that gold on your new tent. Okay. So you may need to pay out of pocket on this one if you want to train people up. Did I already do my uh, potions? Yes, I think so. Yes, I did. Okay, I was just looking. Okay, I have enough gold to, like, put towards this. Okay. Uh, So you want to get uh, six people uh, from... that you had back in book one. Six people from Mm -hmm. uh, level two all the way up to level five. Yes. The way that this works is... uh, the amount of gold equal to all the levels that you're uh, going through combined. So that would be mm-hmm. two plus three plus four. Um, sorry, three plus four plus five. Uh, so that would be seven, 78 gold to get everyone up to level five. Uh, yeah, Volio will pay for that out of pocket. Okay, mind. cool. Uh, so Volio, how do you think this goes? You spend the whole day mm-hmm. basically marathoning these guys. Um <laughs> I think, honestly, it's probably not just today. This probably does last a whole week, and it's an intense regime. You probably oh, already yeah. started nearly, like, on the way over. How, how do you think it's going? Give us a, a flash into one of these days. I think it's kind of like clown boot camp, almost. <laughs> like, he's kind of working onto the bone a little bit. Oh, my God. Um, Just, like, ruthless. He does not let them rest when they're not supposed to rest. You've got them doing that thing with the tires, except instead of tires, they're like cream pies. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like fucked up clown shit. Um, <laughs> instead of the barbed wire trap, it's like full of like rags tied to one another. Oh my god. Axel is like doing yo-yo tricks and sweating really hard. He's like, I can do this. I can do this. Ah, yo, 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 yo. Okay. <sighs> Uh. Oh, good job. Keep it up. Mordain is wiping her brow as she's like lifting up like a big tubs of cotton candy. And she's like, Mr. Julio, I do not see how this is at all relevant to my my tricks. Cotton candy melts in water. Yes, I know. But keep it up or else you'll never be pretty as a noyari. Oh, I'll show you. I'll show him who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> Motivation. <laughs> um, I think the dwarven throwers kind of come up and uh, they're sweating. They've got like their shirts tied around their waists um, and they kind of give you thumbs up, uh, wipe the brows and sink and um, <laughs> they're bouncing fucking like hoops. 
I think um, Serena, uh, the were hyena, uh, she comes up to you, uh, kind of like chewing on a blade of grass, and she's like, yeah, you really got these people working to the bone, huh? Mm, yes. I must uh, have a good circus. Yeah. Is there any reason you're going so, like, intense? Like, it, is it always like this? Mm, now it will be. This is, like, it'll be good stuff for, like, um, you know, my my sketches to, like, talk about how, oh, wow, you see that clown backstage? He's, like, a, a drill sergeant. I'm sure people really like that, but it's certainly more than I expected, you know? Uh, well, you must expect the unexpected when aiming for perfection. Yeah. You doing okay? Is You seem, like, grim. Grim? Yeah, oh. like, really trying hard. Well, yes, I take the circus very seriously. This is my life, you know. I mean, fair enough. And I think uh, she kind of writes something down. Like, like she's got a little blue book of jokes uh, that she's just started. And I think she's, like, writing down some material, kind of squinting as she walks away as Axel comes over. He's like... Okay, Mr. Volio, like you said, ten, ten thousand yo-yo tricks. It's been four hours. Mm. Can, can I stop? Are you done? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my arms. I, I don't know why I'm going to need strong arms to, to do stuff with my pigeons, but yeah, I'm good. Damn, it takes a lot of slings to hold all those birds, you know? Uh, I mean, not, not really. They're very light. They got hollow bones and all that. You never know. Okay, well, um, can I go rest for the night? For the day? Uh, one second, I never said you were done. Uh-oh. Uh, okay. And he, he pulls out he pulls out something from his pocket. Uh, uh, what do you, what? And he's like, now Axel. Uh-huh. I have something for you. Uh-huh. It is something that will make you stronger, yes? Okay. When you have this around you, you will always be safe and you will always be strong, yes? Is, is it like a magical item? Yes, yes, the most magical item you've ever seen in your life. Are you ready? Uh, sure. <laughs> he pulls out the fucking dull gray answer. <laughs> wow. And he is going to make an arcana check to see if he recognizes it. Fail it, fail it, fail it, fail it. I wish I was fucking kidding when I said I got a nat one! <laughs> this dumb bitch! I'm not even joking! This isn't even me fudging the dice! It's a one! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this poor savage. Oh, dice! I love him so much. He looks at it and he's like, I was gonna make you roll deception, but he fucking buys it. He's like, oh my god, what is that? It is an stone. Uh-huh. Like the one Royari has? Yes, yes, the very same. Uh, uh -huh. Except Royari does not have this fun. Yeah, no, I've never seen this guy before. What is it? It is... an Elmstone of Protection. I got it because I was thinking of you. Holy, that's really... That's uncharacteristically sweet. Yes, now don't think about it and go over. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, so, so just having this will keep me out of harm's way? Mm-hmm. Will it make me a better performer or anything? Yes, as long as you believe in it. Okay, I'll believe in it, Mr. Volio. Thank you so much. And I think he, like, yes, bows yes. 
his fucking top hat falls off. Please. God. He kind of scrambles, picks it up, and goes, oh, my arms, they're so frail after all the 10,000 yo's I did. Um, uh, we'll work on it. And with that, Axel scampers away, leaving you, Volio, to continue your boot camping, uh, which you kind of continued through the week. Um, day one was really setting it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rayari Ariato, uh, is there anything that either of you are going to do? Derry, can Rayari, um, go find their epic fan club? Um, Your entourage? And, yeah. And okay. ask them to, like, advertise. Yeah, for sure. So I think you go into town, uh, Rayari, and it doesn't take you very long, uh, for your entourage to start to gather when word gets out that you're on the streets, um, and your little fan club is uh, kind of like, you know, every once in a while uh, come up to you and giggle and be like, can you sign this? And like just hand, <laughs> handing you like memorabilia. Uh, you see some fan art, which is wild. Can you imagine people drawing fan art of Royari Sansarnax? Wow, I've <laughs> never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but certainly your entourage is around. Rory likes attention, so obviously they're signing and talking. Um, eventually, though, um, she looks at at them and is like, I need a favor, and twirls like a lock of, of his hair. <laughs> yes, Miss Sansanax! They all kind of chime out. What can we do? How can we help? Are you Let going on another adventure? Not yet. Are you going to uh, Are you going to tell us your secrets of how you became uh, a, a sword saint? Maybe another day for that. <laughs> are you going to tell us about your beauty regime? Oh, my routine. Yeah. Oh, I I can do that in a moment. Yay! <laughs> Everyone fucking cheers. <laughs> but first, I. We have a performance this week on Saturday at 7 p. Uh, on, on Star Day at 7 p.m. On Star Day? That's I- Fantasy Saturday! Yes. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Aren't the see, tickets I'm, on sale? I believe you could buy them now. <gasps> they all turn to each other. <laughs> Before you go buying out all of the tickets, do me a favor. Aging for you, Miss Sansana! And advertise the circus a little bit. You want us to tell people to go buy tickets? Yes. Yeah, we'll happily tell people. I would simply die for all of you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Royari, uh, you are going to need to buy advertisements. Right now, uh, as always, uh, you can spend up to 3,000 gold uh, on advertisements. However, as it is, uh, the maximum anticipation that you can have is 20. You could just eliminate the need to do any advertising right now and just drop 500 gold on, like, posters. I don't have 500 yeah. gold. <laughs> how much How much money are you willing to drop into advertising? Because uh, right now, the circus itself only has, like, 5 gold in its surplus. Uh, you could either use that 5 gold and buy... Uh, a tier two, uh, a tier two ads, which will get you about two anticipation to go. The, the thing is, I don't want to go and spend all of my money on advertisement. Mm-hmm. At yeah, all. it doesn't have to be much. Um, uh, ads are not really that expensive. 
Um, so like, name a number that you're willing to put in, and I'll round it to the closest uh, tier and let you see what you think. Like 20 gold? Okay, yeah, 20 gold. That would be a tier tree, uh, tier tree adds, and there'll be four anticipation off the bat already. Okay, I think that's good then. Okay, uh, so Rari, you walk into the Carrick uh, mail office, uh, you buy mm-hmm. some uh, some rights, and uh, just like that, tr- uh, your fans start putting up ads. So the way this works mm-hmm. is that these guys can basically be doing the advertising for you. You don't need to spend a day of downtime advertising anymore because they will literally do it for you. Um, which rules? It does rule. So you got four anticipation. Um, you mm-hmm. don't have the big tent yet. It's arriving on Wheels Day. That's Fancy Wednesday. Um, and basically, once you have that big tent, your maximum anticipation will be 50, which means you'll be able to get higher payouts uh, than before, which is great. Um... Do you want to roll me a uh, society check and that that'll be these guys doing your stuff for you without it taking action and that'll happen every day for the rest of the week? Yes. Yes, I would. Okay. Well, do it. 29. Uh, 29? That's nearly a crit. Uh, but yeah, real good job. Um, your fans do spend the day uh, working away, telling people, ah, you should check this out, look at this poster, ah! And Circus Fever is starting to sweep the town. So I want you now uh, to tell me what your charisma is, and uh, that is going to be how much anticipation you generate. My charisma is... Well, I have a plus four, and mm-hmm. my charisma is an 18, so... Okay, so that means that you're going to have a total of eight anticipation at the end of the day. Nice work! Hell yeah. Okay, and that's what you do today. Ariato, what are you doing today? I think she's going to investigate the hauntings a little further. Okay, uh, so where are you going to go? Do you want to try talk to the clergy? Do you want to try talk to the law? Do you want to go meet that family uh, that was uh, had someone in repose yesterday? Um, I think she's going to go to the family first. Okay. Uh, so you, Ariato, start, like, looking around town, and I think you, uh, you remember the name of the family that was, uh, mentioned. Uh, Vandy mentioned it once or twice. The Huttenfels? And after a little while, you do find, yeah, okay, this is a Huttenfell house. It's a small, it's a small little tenement on the side of town. Uh, it looks like they grow uh, cabbages, uh, judging by like the allotment that is right beside their house. Um, nice tilled earth, lots and lots of cabbages. They seem to be de- doing decently for themselves. Uh, the curtains are closed and it does look a little dour today. Um, because, you know, someone died. Fair. <laughs> but it looks like, judging by the smoke coming from the chimney, it does look like someone's home. All right. Well, uh, she goes up to the door and knocks, respectively. I think, uh, as you open, um, a burly-looking woman comes out. She's, like, uh, got an apron on, and, uh, she looks tired, hair in a bun, um, and I think she sees you and she's like, Oh, uh, greetings, can I, can I help you? Uh, hi, um, I... Just came into town, and I heard that there have been some. Well, I've heard that you've been affected. Well, I've heard that you've been affected by the th- things that have been happening recently. 
things have been I've happening. Heard pe- I've heard room people croaking unexpectedly or not so unexpectedly. What? How? Make a diplomacy check real fast. Nineteen. Okay, I think she kind of like her face kind of sours a little bit, and she looks at you and says, "Look, ma'am, I I don't know what you're talking about, and I'll be honest, I think it's." quite crass of you to come here and say this to me uh, after everything that happened to dear Humber. So I'm going to have to say goodnight to you now. And she just goes to close the door. Please just wait. I want to at least try to help. I just heard that there have been some hauntings. Hauntings? I think she kind of pauses just before she closes the door and says, how, how did you know about... He didn't tell nobody. I... We... It was just bad dreams he was having. There wasn't wasn't real and that's new information Ariato as far as you knew Vandy was the only one who had been having these bad dreams um he hadn't really told many people he, like you were the first ones he told the whole thing to nobody knew of the, like necessarily about the dream aspect and suddenly you're finding out that this guy was also being haunted you said dreams just bad dreams that's it yeah, that's all they were. It wasn't wasn't a haunting. I can tell you that much. I, 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 it has to have been just a dream, right? We didn't invite no ghosts into our house. I'm sure. But, uh, do you do you just want to come inside for a moment? She lets you in. Um, the windows are all curtained over. Lights are usually like mostly kept out, um, and the mirrors have uh, curtains over them. I'm sorry, they have, like, towels over them, or cloth or whatever, just so you can't see them. And she kind of sighs and says, It's a local tradition. We cover up mirrors when someone passes on so that their, you know, their spirits don't get trapped. That's a good tradition to have as she flashbacks, remembers the fucking haunted mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think she... She offers you a cup of tea. It's strong. Um... But she's kind of drinking it. She says, I mean, yeah, there have been, you know, rumors of something going on. Ghosts and ghouls and all that. But I don't believe in that. But what strikes me is how you knew. Uh, Hubbard... Hubbard didn't tell anyone about his bad dreams. He told us, obviously, but he... I've been around. Um... He's one of them psychics. I'm a fortune teller, yeah. I think her fucking face goes, oh! And she's like, and maybe you know what's going on. Was was it really a dream that... Or was it... Was it a ghost? Derry, I have a question for you. Yes. How much does Ariadna know about... Night Hags? Uh, okay. I think you probably know... Uh, like, a decent amount. You know that they're hags... Uh, you know that they do, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, hags being, <laughs> they're uh, hags and they're in the night. Hags are kind of like, um, the embodiment of fear and, uh, the embodiment of fear and of, um, the embodiment of the fear of growing old and ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, they often present themselves as old, wizened women to specifically, you know, scare people who are scared of becoming just like that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
You know that night hags uh, steal the souls of the dreaming, uh, often taking them to the afterlife and peddling them off to things that eat souls or otherwise abuse them. Um, and you do know that their primary hunting uh, method is dreams. All right. I've just done beforehand. I don't know if it's ghosts either. I'm with you on this one. Um, I guess I just have an interest in things that are paranormal, for lack of better terms. You're a ghost hunter. I, uh, I just delve a bit more into the occult. I wouldn't say I'm a ghost hunter specifically. Did something occult happen to our hubber? If he was healthy and he just had nightmares, then probably. And I want to figure this out so no one else has to go through what you're going through right now. Okay. Well, our hubber, he was, he was young. He was only 34. Um, bit of a troublemaker bit of a rabble rouser but he was he wasn't a bad person either no he was he was a good man i think she is uh she rubs her face a little bit and she's like the night the night before he died he told us he had a really really bad dream he said he said a girl showed up in his room with no eyes and a funeral shroud oh god Mm mm-hmm we, we didn't tell anybody, but then you come in and you start asking about dreams, and I don't know. It's it's not right, is it? None of this is right. It's not. Did something... I think she kind of leans closer. Mm-hmm. Did something take our hubbard? Is it still out there? I've, I want to keep asking around town to make sure that I have my straight before I may start making assumptions, but I promise you I- If you find out what it is and you stop it, you come tell me, yeah? Believe me, you're gonna be one of the first to know. Thank you. That means a lot, ma'am. Sorry for yelling at you earlier. It's been a stressful few days. I can imagine. I'm sorry if my appearance and my stressed you out more than- Fine young, young lady like you, not at all. She definitely is a little bit uh, taken aback, obviously, by, like, the heterochromia and, like, silver wisp of hair, which tells her a lot that she needs to know. But I think she probably does, like, she probably just talks for a while about it and vents a little bit. Um, But she does have really good tea, so you are, like, it's not a complete, you know, downer either. Mostly it's just memories. Oh yeah, I mean Ariado keeps her company for as long as um, for as long as she wants. Like, she wants to comfort her. <laughs> I think you do a good job. You probably stay for about a half an hour, and ultimately, you are armed now with the knowledge that Vandy isn't the only one having these dreams, but he is the only one who isn't dying when he. Ha- mm-hmm. Freakish. Anyway, probably nothing. Suspect. Anyway, so. Toil's Day! We're going to try to get through the rest of the week a little faster than that, because otherwise we would be here for a long, long time. I just wanted to get you guys a good scene, you know? Mm-hmm. Of course. Probably bring Glinda to the Danica Steel person, right? We could do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys go looking for Damascus Steel. And I, t- uh, I think Glinda is with you. Uh, she's kind of got like a big bag on her back. 
um, some coin that's been given to her by uh, the order if she needs it, and she's kind of got a determined face on. She's like, "This is gonna be okay, right?" Of course. I've I've never been an apprentice before, so I'm kind of worried. Is it gonna be hard? Is he gonna let me be his apprentice? Who knows? We'll see. Don't know much about him, but should be okay. If he doesn't say yes, we'll make him. Rari, like, gets down to her. She's little, um, and Rari's tall. Yeah, I mean, she's, feels... like, five foot. Mm-hmm. How old is she? Oh, wait, no. Holy shit, she's way short. <laughs> she's, like, sorry, I forgot how large ch- children were. Um, she's, like, four foot eight right now. Okay. I was, like, <laughs> she's a five foot child? I was about to kick <laughs> you. Sorry! <laughs> I forgot. I said five, because I was like, that's... That's, a, that's like a relatively like short height. That's not how big kids are. I am a grown ass woman. I swear to God. <laughs> Dairy commits short hate crime. I'm sorry. That one was that wasn't even an intentional one. Anyway, <laughs> Mary looks looks down at Glenda and is like, "It's gonna be okay. All right. You're just nervous because you haven't spoken to him before. But as soon as you get it over with, it won't be so scary. And we're all here." Yes! So if he tries to even be a little mean to you, I will kill him. Well, the directions that uh, the order gave us are just around the corner, so... You guys turn the corner, and you Mm -hmm. see... uh, uh, You see a shop, indeed. Um, Damascus Drafts. Mm. And then you see... um, A sign on the door that says, Close down. Oh, fuck. Alright. Hmm. Um, can Volio look inside to see if anyone's in there? Uh, yeah, sure, Volio, you peek in and you see through tinted windows that there is indeed a shape. He bangs on the door. Uh, I think the shape jumps a little bit and, uh, the door opens and Volio, there is someone inside who is as tall as you. Oh! Oh! Um, Hello. <laughs> and it's a minotaur. Hello. <laughs> Wait. He's a like he's tall. He's like not quite seven foot, but he's like up there. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. Pretty large build. A strong man with a belly, I guess. He's kind of a bear, to put it that way. Except you know he's a bull. He's got like a brown fur and a uh, there's red hair on top, which is styled like a mohawk. Uh, Bulls, uh, like a ring to his nose, a few piercings, um, apron, leather, some goggles, and a big bag on his back. And he looks at you and says, bro. Uh, oh. Knocking well, on my hello. door like that, bro. That's not cool. Oh, well, hello there. Can you see the sign? Close <laughs> down. Oh, close down. Are you, are you Damascus Steel? Yeah, bro. Who's asking? And I think uh, Glinda takes a step back, step to the side, hides behind Volio's legs. <laughs> Mary's like, oh, you know, um, are you, see, so you are the, you're an alchemist. Yeah, bro, that's right. Fascinating. <laughs> you don't think I make a good alchemist? I have never said anything like that bro, in my, my life. Bruise, I would never bruise, say something. You have like never that. seen, bro. Oh. My bruise, you <laughs> have never seen anything like them. <laughs> I sort of pauses and it's like, 
Why is this place closed down? Oh, bro, it's because I'm leaving. You're <laughs> leaving? Oh, oh, yeah. Can't keep the bull in a cage. Try, try this whole settling down thing, opening a store thing. No, nah, ma, not for me. Wait, 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 hold on. These are the pe- This is the guy who's been giving, yes. like, my fa- <sighs> You help the um, Order of San Sarnax with potions and things, right? Uh, maybe, bro. I don't know. I got a lot of customers. Not anymore, dope. Send out a letter. If they were all home last week, they would have got it. They're like old, like ridiculously old, like frighteningly old. <laughs> oh, bro, that's terrible. I'm sorry, but you know what, bro? <laughs> Lots of other alchemists out there. Who's got to charge? Who's got to get out there, bro? Ariari puts right. a hand on his shoulder and is like, listen to me. Where are you going? Wherever the wind takes me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm done with this whole sell down thing. Store, not for me, man. I'm going out on the run. I'm going to become an adventurer. I think uh? Glinda kind of perks up and she steps out from behind Volio. Oh, she makes an appearance. Um, Rari's like, well, we actually have somebody who came to visit you specifically. Oh, yeah? Who, bro? Was it you, bro? Child. Oh, oh. Like, oh. He, kind of, he straightens up. He, his like face... His, he straightens up, he, uh, like, kind of, uh, rolls his, uh, shoulders back, and he starts looking like a responsible owl. He's like, yeah? How can I help? <laughs> <laughs> you there? Oh, you, you, the, God. you who are looking for a kid? And I think she nods a little bit. She's very quiet. She's like, What's your name, kid? And she's like, Glinda. Glinda what? Glinda. Alright, uh... What can I help you with? And she's like, um, I, I had wanted to come here to ask if I could be your apprentice and learn how to be an alchemist. And he kind of strokes his little goatee for a second. He stands up and says, mm. Rose, come over here for a second. Uh, oh, us? Okay. Yeah, you, you too, Rose. Right. Okay. Child, you stay where you are, all right? Now we <laughs> just need to talk for a second. Uh-huh. Turns back to you guys. All right, Rose, so here's the thing. Uh-huh. Yes. Who's gonna charge? I'm not staying here. Uh-huh. I'd love to help your little right, friend. Right, you said. I'm I'm a traveler, man. I got I got to call wild my heart. You know. Okay. Cordass Mountains calling me. I gotta gotta see the, I gotta see the rest of the island. Can't stay here forever. Right. Okay. Like, being an adventure, that's no place for a kid. That is true. This is true. Look, bros, I'd love to help you. Uh, I'll I'll be real with broke and I keep it real with you, bros. I don't know, unless there was, like, some middle ground, some way for this kid to have, like, a roof over her head every night, while also somehow traveling with me around the rest of the island. Nah, bro. None I can do. I have an idea. We we, we do have a middle ground here. Bro? Funny that you ask. Uh, We also travel around a lot, yes? Bro, then why don't you... Bro. We are part of a circus. Would you like to join the circus? Yeah. He kind of strokes his chin all that. Like, mm, bro. It's perfect for a bull on the run. Bull's got to charge, man. Bull's got to charge. Bull's got to charge. I could teach a kid how to do alchemy on the road. Wouldn't have to sleep under a star. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd like to sleep under a star. Oh, bro. 
You can sleep under oh. the stars if you would like your caravan to be to be roofless. That's an option. Bro, you got roofless caravans? <laughs> I, it's an, I said it's an option. <laughs> Bro. Okay. Here's the thing. I, I'm a, I don't do perform. That's okay. I do fine. bombs. Wait, bombs? Yeah, bombs. Bro, you want bombs? <laughs> if you got the rubies, <laughs> I, got, I got the bombs, bro. Shut up, not the rubies. <laughs> Here's the tip. I know maybe if you... Wait, do you guys pay? Yes. Bro. Yes, we're a circus. What do you think we are? We don't do this shit for free. Uh, you okay, think I'm bro, a charity bro, bro, case? Business, not a scam artist. Bro, 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 bro. You guys need security? Oh. Uh, we do? Actually, yes, we really. Why do we, we really do. That is a problem we've had. Okay. Historically. Bro. Here's one thing. I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I'll help teach your, uh, teach your little kid buddy here. Okay, I got one single re request, one single requirement. Yes, and what is it? You got any tight, sexy uh, circus outfits? Like little bow ties and shit? Absolutely, we have anything you want! Okay. Oh my fucking I'm god. I'm also gonna need to uh, tear away suits because I'm not gonna wear that shit around a kid. I will get you whatever the fuck you want. My name is Rayari Sansana. <laughs> Damascus Steel, bro. Nice to meet you. I think you two will be very good friends. <laughs> oh, bro. He kind of winks. I know it, bro. Oh my god. Oh, here we go. Okay. Okay, anyway, back to the chat. I think he, like, perks up. He, like, again, returning to professional mode, turns to the kid. He's like, child. Her name is Glinda. Glinda. And she's like, yes, Mr. Steele? I've made uh, a deal with your circus friends here. I will aid you on your journey to becoming an alchemist. However, you must be aware, I will not be simply teaching you the ways of alchemy. I am going to be joining this circus as an adventurer and as a security master. You will not just learn how to use uh, your alchemy for the powers of science, but how to use a sword and shield for the powers of good and justice. This isn't a life for ever. No, I want to be an adventurer. Are you joking? <laughs> Glinda. That easy? No, yeah. I mean, you said adventure stuff earlier on the boat. That was that sounded good to me. I'm getting the best of boat worlds here. And I get to say the circus. The child wants, but the child wants. Listen, the circus is... This is kind of my first time hanging out with other people for, like, a long time. Mm -hmm. I'd be sad to say bye. <laughs> oh! Uh, Briari, like, picks her up and twirls her. Ah! Oh, okay, okay, you. that's embarrassing. Put me down, put me down, put me down. I'm... I'm... Oh... One, and oh. he kisses her cheek. <laughs> kisses her cheeks. Ah, <laughs> <what>? Okay. <laughs> and and she puts her down and is like, I think that you will be a wonderful addition to our permanent, to our permanent circus. Okay. And uh, Damascus looks and says, "All right, you gonna show me where the circus place is?" Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Follow us and take whatever equipment you need. Aaron well, peeks was... like into the alchemy room. <laughs> um, it's mostly empty by now. Um, like, you see, he's got a big ass bag on his back, and he's like, "Don't worry, bro. 
he kind of pats one of the uh, pockets really hard. The bombs are all in this one. <laughs> oh, job. Bro, if there was like a match around here, it would be a serious hazard, bro. Jesus, uh, that's crazy. Ariado steps way back. I'm a living match. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna step a few inches away. <laughs> She's literally a match. Oh no! <laughs> um, Hopefully, we don't get into any fights anytime soon because I. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> Oracle shit. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. Actual play comedy podcasts are awesome. We can all agree on this. What about if they're in outer space? What if the cast don't take themselves too seriously? If you think yes, then you will love Experience Points. We're an all-queer cast playing Starfinder and trying to survive whatever bombshells our GM Kenny can dream up for us. We're an impulsive bunch who rush into things, which has landed us in some surprising situations. Have you ever almost died in a spaceship's on a malfunction? <laughs> we have. Come join the adventure with the crew of the GD Hoopty and their surly computer AI, A-Hole, as we traverse the galaxy, leaving a trail of pink glitter in our wake. Listen to Experience Points today wherever you find fine podcasts. Then come say hi to us on Twitter at EQ Points, or tune in for our live streams every other Saturday at twitch.tv slash experience points, or you can now find us on YouTube. We'll be sure to unroll the pink carpet and have a cup of space chamomile ready for you. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Well, uh, your first day is eventful. But I think the rest of the week probably goes a little faster. Um, so day one, moon day, done. Let's speed run uh, the rest of the week and get to the show, shall we? Yes. Toils day. That's fancy Tuesday. What are we, what are we going to do? Right? You can make me a society. Toil. Ch- uh, you don't have to make a society check today. That's still riding off yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of you, uh, is there anything in particular you guys want to do? Uh-huh. More investigating. Okay. Uh, I mean, you could all I'm investigate thinking. somewhere else as well, if you like. Um, do you yeah. want to talk to the law, to the church? Uh, Ariad was thinking about going to the church this time. Okay. Uh, do the rest of you want to go visit as well? We can go yeah. together. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you that, unfortunately, uh, that turns out to be kind of a dead end. Because you get there, and uh, you when you enter the church which is uh, another Church of Abadar. Um, you are mm-hmm. met with a, uh, <clears throat> a guy with a brush, and he's kind of sweeping. And he looks up and he's like, Yeah? Can I help you? Uh, we have some questions for you. Uh, yeah? Are you looking for um, Jamaica Hendry? Who? Is he your boss? 
yeah. Uh, I'm sweepy. I sweep the floors. Right. Oh, yes, and we are. The circus? Yes, my name yes. is Riari Sansana. I know. Oh. I've seen the many, many posters. Oh, do you like them? <laughs> yes, they're, they're okay. Anyway, uh, sorry, but uh, oh. Mr. Uh, Hendry, uh, I'm afraid he's not here. Where is he? Oh. Well, this is technically his uh, office, but right now he's probably at Turpin Row. Okay. Uh, he's he's probably taking care of the Stump Festival right now, collecting taxes. Oh. You know about the Stump Festival, right? No, I do not pay attention. We know it's a thing. Well, well, since you're not around here, I'll happily tell you about the Stump Festival. Basically, Turpin Road is a big logging town. Um, Lots of trees, lots of uh, lumber, and uh, every once in a while they do the the Stump Festival, where uh, it's basically just a big party to celebrate the lumber industry. Um, Lots of stuff going around, lots of festival activities, carnival fun, etc., etc. And of course... Lots of money being made. That's going to be happening in a week or two. Um, so, uh, Mr. Hendry's just gone down there to already start collecting. So, whatever it is you need, he can't help you right now. Sorry. When will he be back? Uh, probably after the Stump Festival. So maybe a month. Uh, b- Fuck. Can we leave a note or something? Uh, yeah. Sure. Uh... He kind of like uh, pulls out uh, like some parchment and a quill and says, uh, "What do you want to leave the note for?" Um, Ariana thinks about this. She's she wants to want, she's wondering how she wants to word this uh, specifically. <laughs> uh, we want his input about the recent deaths around the area. Um. All right. Well, I'll happily take that for you. Uh. You know, if you're looking for stuff about the debts, mm-hmm. you should really be checking out, mm-hmm. um, there's a champion of Phrasma who's been roaming the lands lately. Is there? Oh. Yes. Uh, I'm sure she'll be able to give you some insight into it if you can track down where she's headed. Do you have okay. any information on anything on the store she might be? No, fine, but I know she's a sad, sad woman with a sad, sad entourage. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was, um, the unpleasantness with the Whispering Tyrant last year. Ah, uh, yes, mm. yes. When the stuff. Lich King tried to lay siege to Absalom last year. She was one of the... She was among those who lost loved ones. And she's I been going see. around to Swordlands, picking up others who are grieving and giving them a new mm. home, as well, Maybe she'll know something about these deaths. All right. Um, thank you very much. That is... But <laughs> thank you. We'll try and track her down. Um, he kind of nods as well. Good luck, adventurers. Uh, I'll probably come down and see your performance. Is it starting? It is starting yes. at 7 p.m. Well, sweepy to sweeper, we'll come down and see you. Oh, what would we do without you? 
Uh, so that's Toil's Day. Uh, Wheel's Day comes by. Um, Royari, if you want to have your entourage keep standing you, uh, roll me society. Stan Royari sensor not. Wow, that's bad. That's a really bad roll. Well, you roll. Uh oh. I rolled a 16. Royari gets cancelled. I think Royari. No, I think what happens is I think there's some drama in the fandom. Uh oh. Yeah? Um. I think some people. Some people have started a rumor that Royari is literally the son of Aridin. And that's a little bit too (laughs) fanatic for other people. Who are like, dude? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No! What? <laughs> I think Rayari hears about this and is like, oh dear, that's my so. Guy. There's a little bit of infighting among the crowds as to the literalness of the sword sense thing. Some people really take it seriously. Um, but yeah, you can do something else today if you wanted. You could continue investigating. There is still the law. Um, or if there's anything else that anyone wants to do, now is the time. I mean, Ariado's gonna keep investigating. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I had a feeling. Um, okay. So, Ariado, uh, you probably, um, make your way down, uh, to the sheriff's office. Uh, and all three of you make your way in, uh, wheels day afternoon to meet with, uh, Sheriff Peravar Altracy. Um, he's a dark-skinned man. Um, he's a halfling, I believe. Um, a really nice little goatee, little mustache, and wavy hair. Uh, and he wears really nice clothes, like golden finery and a red neck scarf. Um, I think he's uh, kind of like at his desk when you enter, uh, writing down some notes. Uh, and he looks up and he's like, well, hello there, everyone. How can I help you all today? Something wrong? You're with the uh, circus, aren't you? Yes, we are. Um, well, uh, Peravar uh, Altracy at your service. Um, is there anything I can do to help you? I wanted to get your input on the recent deaths. We, I, I've been hearing things that have been weird going on. Um... Weird deaths? Hmm. Um, do you want to make me a diplomacy check, Ariato? <clears throat> Ooh, 28. Okay, yeah. Um, so he kind of like looks at you and strokes his beard for a second. Uh, well, let me check the files. Um, there have been a lot of deaths recently. Um, I know rumors say otherwise, but over the last... 14 months, there have been uh, 21 sword folk who have died. Um, all in their sleep, so nothing suspicious for us to investigate. Um, but nothing really in common between any of them. All various ages, ancestries, occupations, stages of health. Uh, honestly, there's not really anything in common between them except for dying in their sleep. So, suspicious is a bit of a stretch, I'll be real. Um, I, I suppose some of them had run-ins with the law uh, once or twice uh, mostly for minor infractions of varying kinds but this wasn't universal among victims what kind of infractions 
Oh, stuff like um, just rabble rousing. Um, I there was. Let me see. Um, graffiti. Oh, that one took so long to clean up. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, stealing vegetables. That's really the worst one. That was uh, that was an old lady. She was uh, stealing vegetables from the next garden over. Bit, Ooh. bit of a, a bit of a scene when it happened last year. Um, but no, other than that, really, there isn't there isn't anything uh, keeping anything. There, there's nothing linking any of these stats, so I really wouldn't say that any of them are uh, suspicious. What kind of graffiti was it? Oh, just like a few swear words, you know, the mm. F mm-hmm. word, the D word, right. the H word, the S slur. Right. Oh. Right. It's a Pathfinder exclusive one. It's not a real slur, guys. Don't wreck yeah, your brains. Yeah, it, it, it isn't a real slur. It's just a, it is a fictional slur for halflings. Yep. You love to see it. <laughs> you hate to see it. And like, there's been no specific pattern. Or well, no, sets. except except for dying in their sleep. Which honestly, if I were to die, I would be most happy to die in my sleep, rather than. Because it's still like a lead, you know. That's like weird that a lot of people are dying in their sleep. Not really. It just means well, that we've got crime okay. on the low. Hypothetically. No, regardless of age, that's weird. Hypothetically, though. In comparison to the last 14 months, not this 14 months, but the last 14 months, and then the previous 14 months before that, how many people have died? Uh, oh, goodness, let me see. Um, well, in 4718, it was about six people who died in their sleep. And how again, many this time? Like, yes, 21, but you know, sometimes it happens. 21 is an exorbitant number, either. It's a lot in a very quick amount of time. I would understand if there was a sickness going around, but just dying in there. I mean, it happens. I There's really nothing I can investigate. Not like this. What? You, you like, it's not like there's a serial killer going around murdering people in their sleep. That's not how it works. No, but something odd is going on. You admit that, yes? No, I don't. This is pretty normal. What's a fact? In the year before, in 4717, there were 30 people who died over the year. And what happened then? Mostly, well, I mean, there was a little bit of crime involved that year. We didn't do our best. But no, mostly it, it was uh, still people dying in their sleep. It happens. People pass on uh, sometimes. You don't think they're getting any of here? He like leans over to Ariato. I don't think so either. All right. Well, thank you for coming by. If there's anything else you'll need, feel free to visit again. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. See you we at the show. You know. Bye bye. <sighs> you guys leave. How are you all doing? That was fucking useless. <laughs> little bit. Ariato brings them like away from the door a little bit and away from like any anyone within earshot and she says I can't say anything about dreams either because I I don't want to I don't want to out Vandy because I'm not gonna out him by saying that he's been having strange dreams too 
and I visited, lost her brother recently. He also had the same dreams. Mm-hmm. Same girl and everything. And he's the only one that hasn't died from having... Said so pin him as a suspect immediately. Perhaps we should uh, figure out why he isn't dying. Yeah. <clears throat> I also think... That my mother is behind this. It's possible. Where is, like, your mother? How much do you guys know about night hags? I know Nothing. that they're hags. And they're, they are about it tonight. Yes, the themed around the night. Mostly like to pray in dreams. Uh, do you think your mother's killing them? Remember the night when I was fainting? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that was her calling me. Oh. Yikes. Oh, dear. I was in the bathroom. My nails grew exponentially longer. Night hags also have a thing where they have extremely long nails. Ah. Hmm. Are you... You know... Changing? Uh, yes, changing. If I give in at any point in time, I could become like her. Ah. Hmm. Well, it's a good thing that you're not going to give in. And, um, uh, Rayari comes a little closer and, like, um, you know when, you know when, like, your mom, like, licks her thumb and, like, wipes away whatever the fuck is on your face? (laughs) Um, she, uh, she does that and she's like, because we're here for you, no matter what. If you need us to stay around you more so that you're not alone... I'm there for you. I've been there for you since we met. Because... You mean a lot to me. I don't want your mother trying to get in between you and a happy future. We are young, save for Volio, who refuses to tell us his age. Still young, just not as young as you. <laughs> I truly wish I knew. Um, but Rayari is like, and I'm not- I'm really not going to let your mother and whatever her stupid plans for you are get in between you and what you want. You don't need to listen to her. I'm not listening to my family perfectly. Of course, I like the things that they stand for, I just don't like everything. You hate your mother. For good reason. You'd fuck her. You don't need to listen to her. If it's hard to to not listen, if I, I get that, you'd- it's the changeling thing. That doesn't mean that you need to go it alone anyways, though. Both of us are here for you. Uh, yes. Even Oddbody's here for you. Ariato! Even Oddbody. See? He can say your name. That is the first I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> Terror. And I know. I, I am definitely... Doing my best at Atlas. It's just when she catches me off guard is the, is the issue. If she's catching you uh, off guard, if she comes and tries to get into your head when you when you're vulnerable, just let us know. Yes, yes. Because anything I can do. If you ever need me to sleep in the same room as you, I really am there for you. 
I am just one knock away from being awake at all times. It's true. Old body and I will come do silly tricks for you. Take it your mind off of it. Snuggle. Not shut the fuck up. <laughs> so are you okay? Better now. Thank you for telling Good. us. He pats the top of her. It means a lot to me that you trust me. Because I trust you. I just want her out of the way. Soon. That is the plan, right? It is. Get your dad back. That mm-hmm. and then getting back my dad from the staff, but that's another thing that that I just now remembered, actually. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, let's not think about Look, it. Ariato, um, if we can kick the ass of your goddamn mother, everything else will fall into place. You don't need to worry so much, and you're not doing this alone, because I have a sword, Volio has a giant-ass hammer, and nothing can stop us. Do you want to get some ice cream? Can we get french fries? Can you open it? <laughs> yes, we can get fries. Yes! <laughs> and that's your uh, wheels day, Fancy Wednesday. Hmm. Um, you There's really not much else to do now, except do the performance itself. So you guys can probably just spend Toils Day and Fire Day training. Have your stands go out and do some more advertising, <laughs> and then the show can really begin. Rory, will you only a society check uh, for Fire Day and Star Day to see uh, once the drama of Israeli literally a demigod, um, has blown over to see how much uh, people okay. they can get in? That's another 18 plus 11, so another 29. Holy shit. Yeah, that's another success. You add another four uh, anticipation points. Uh, bring your anticipation to a total of 12. Um, you got the bit uh, on Wheels Day evening. Uh, Gertie was able to deliver uh, the big Hell circus yeah. tent. Um, Volio, you had asked for custom colors. What color is it? Oh, um, he... Oh god, it was gold and something. Oh yeah, I think he asked for purple and gold. Purple and gold! Well, the Circus of Wayward Wonders uh, purple and gold tent uh, rises, and it is like twice the size. Like, it is a big fucking tent. Um, And lots more room for people to stand and watch, which Mm -hmm. is very nice. So I think, are we ready to do our performance? Are we ready to get the show going? Yep. Yes. Okay. I just want to say I love how beer is a temporary upgrade. Yes, beer <laughs> is something you can purchase and have people drink and it'll boost your performance. You could have... That's actually so funny. You could literally buy beer That's for this really performance. Funny. It's not expensive. Um, how much is how it actually? Much? Beer costs... Beer is five gold. If you wanted to buy beer, um, it would wow. generate 2d6 anticipation. Holy shit. Wow. It's uh, a lot for a thing. And because you have uh, Damascus, it would be a, you would cancel out the negative trait, which is uh, it immediately summons drunk people. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would like, if you guys want to pool five gold and buy beer for uh, for this show, you can. Hmm. Do we want to? How much is it? Or do five we want to gold. save it for a different performance? The circus does have five gold in its coffer. Ariana's doing out of pocket. Okay. Cool. Oh my god. Um, well. We will. I'll roll that anticipation in a second. But Ariato, uh, Saturday uh, afternoon, uh, 
probably on a whim nearly, you go down to a local tavern and uh, you bring a fucking cart and you go up to the fucking guy and you're like, give me all the beer you have. <laughs> and like I, I She's like he, a kid with a fucking red wagon, but instead yes, of a red wagon, exactly it's an entire fucking caravan of kegs. I think you, you do this and he's like, sorry, ma'am, uh, I don't. I think you look a little uh, underage. I'm not sure I can sell you this. And then there's a, and from your pocket, Givzib spawns out and says, "Givzib is old enough, probably." Like, <laughs> you know what? Sure, fine. Here you go. Uh, that'll be five gold. Thank you. She very slams much. down the five gold, and then puts another two gold for tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, sh- thank you. That's a hefty tip. Um, the circus, <laughs> the circus says thank you. Um. You know what? I think that tip, I'm going to allow you to uh, boost the anticipation you got by two. So that will mean that you have a total of four plus three, seven, plus another two, that's nine. Uh, You now have a total of 21 anticipation, which is, I will say, the highest anticipation you've ever made. All because of beer. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Ariato, I think some people see you pulling... um, pulling uh, do- that wagon back to the uh, circus and it gets people talking like oh shit they got beer there um, <laughs> it is uh, as the sun starts to set um, Saturday evening you guys are all preparing um, you see some of the new performers uh, talking with um, old ones and they are a little bit um, nervous you can see like Beelzebub's like okay 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 Swords. I, I know how to do this. I know how to do this. I'm good with swords. I can do this. And uh, Mordane is like, yes, I am sure you are. Um, can you move your blocking my sun rays? Um, the Flambonis are uh, kind of like sitting on the sidelines, uh, chatting a little bit um, with Miss Dancer. Mm-hmm. People look excited. And the people of Carrick look excited too. Um, so I think you guys have basically been able to start getting stuff like this is like a fully operational circus now it's not like a circus to be it is it's as big as Dusklight was back when you worked with her oh my god Um, so now stuff that wasn't activating before is activating you do have a ringmaster you do have security um, you do have some other stuff (laughs) um for example, now, because there's enough people visiting, you're finally able to actually use uh, the Sideshow of Everyday Wonders, which is uh, pulling in people nice. and getting some pre-show excitement, um, which means that you start with five excitement, one for every single member of the uh, mm. Sideshow. If you add more, you will get more too. Um, so if you add more people to the Sideshow at any point, that pre-show uh, excitement will rise too. Um, those mm-hmm. spotlights have uh, risen your prestige, so your circus is level by one, which means that by the end of this, your payout is probably going to be pretty good. Um, and there's one thing I'm going to need to do before we start. I need okay. someone to roll me a d20. Alright. Eleven? Okay. Uh, cool. We'll go with that. Yeah. That's fine. Is that the amount of acts we're doing? Uh, no, don't worry about it. All I'll say is that <laughs> okay. uh, it's impossible to account for every possibility before the circus goes up. Okay. Uh, is that 11 things going wrong? Uh, no, it's a random event, and you'll see what's in. 
Could be good, could be bad, who knows? Um, regardless, right. um, you guys kind of look around and you've got a really nice crowd. Um, <laughs> like you've never had this many people visiting. Um, Ariato's beer certainly helped <laughs> with that. But Ariato's absolutely <laughs> plugging the tavern. <laughs> yeah, I think people uh, people are like uh, here. Some of them know the tavern, and some of them don't. So it's pretty good. You see the tavern keeper's wife, uh, who was already going to the show, being like, oh, "Fuck yeah, hell yeah." Um. <laughs> so I think uh, the. I think Elysia sees you guys and waves you over, pointing into the tents, like matting. Show's about to start. Let's go. Ooh, you yes, all ready yes. to go in and put on a performance? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Inside you go. Very excited. Um, so as always, uh, the professor turns to you guys and says, "All right, everyone, you treat. You've been uh, deciding what our order of who goes out when for the last few shows has been, and it hasn't done us wrong yet. So." Give me a list of who to announce and when. Oh, so let's start with the opening act. Uh, who do you want to take the opening oh act? Oh my, we have a long oh list now. Oh, you do. Oh, we do. Oh dear. I have an idea for a uh, warm-up, if you'd let okay, me. Okay, Volio, you want to go first? Absolutely. All right. And, uh, all right, once the opening act is done, uh, let's see. Uh, da 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 we're going to need a build-up. So that's two people for that. Uh, who do we want to be doing the build-up? Mm. Might be a chance to pull on some of our new stars. True. Yes. Ooh, yes. Uh, we could either do uh, Gigi and Romanis or Uffi and Mordain, perhaps? Uh, well, Gigi would be a single act. The mama isn't a, wouldn't be oh, a co-star. Yes. It'd be part of her that's show. true. That is correct. Uffi mm. and Mordain, then? Yes. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. All right. We could use Gigi later. Ruffy and Mordain. Um, and now, who else? This would be for uh, uh, the big number. Mm, so big this would be number. one person taking on the show by themselves. Hmm. Who deserves a spotlight? I think Gigi would be a jaw dropper. That's so, true. You're not wrong about that, literally at all. Very so, true. It's kind Penslian, of Evora, and Gigi. All right. Yes. And then the grand that's finale. That's going to need three people. I noticed that you two, uh, Royari and Ariato, you two haven't done anything. You can perform, or you can be supporting roles in this. It's as you choose. Oh, I love performing. I will perform given the chance. Would you like to? <laughs> oh, of course. All right. Uh, Ariato, do you want to uh, part in the big uh, grand finale oh, as well? I can throw around some fire magic. Excellent. <laughs> and who would you like to come upstage with? Beelzebub. Beelzebub it is! <laughs> Alright. Wonderful stuff. <sighs> well, everyone, if we're ready, I think we can get everyone out there and start the show. Oh, yes, yes. Just let me talk to Hold first. What? Uh -huh. Are you hoping for- I need someone who knows CPR. What? Just in case. Alright, I assume you're going to try something with the injury trait? Yes. Alright, so Hod will be your assistant to it. Oh this my- one. Along with this odd body, yes. Oh, you're well, terrifying. 
I just need him solution in the case uh, well, I die. You'll have to you'll have to negotiate you're, with. You're lucky I know Breath of Life. <laughs> you you're going to need to negotiate me. with Mordain because if you take hard, I'm not sure you're going to have time to prep him for the next act. Mm. You can find someone else who knows CPR if you need. Who does know CPR? Uh, let me see. Uh, he kind of scratches his head a little bit. Um, I'm pretty sure the dwarven throwers know. Perfect. Sleeves him. Okay. Well, yeah. Would you like to pencil them in as uh, your aid today? Yes, yes. Wonderful. Well, that'll be it then. Uh, everyone, if you are all ready, we can start the show. Mm-hmm. He uh, twirls his ringleader staff and he's like, I'll see you out on this floor, everyone. Shall like, we? Like mm-hmm. a leg. The professor walks out onto the floor, and with that, the spotlights flash on, illuminating him in the center field, and he takes on his role as the ringmaster. Uh, so as the ringmaster, he's going to be giving you guys some extra anticipation, which is very nice. Just a reminder to the way that this works, anticipation is the amount of uh, hype that people have gotten, and excitement is the amount of uh, hype you guys have uh, actually satisfied. If you can get these two to be the exact same, it's a critical success of a show. If you can get your excitement to outweigh your anticipation, then it's going to be just a regular success. And either way, you're going to get paid depending on how much anticipation and excitement you got. So, you've 21 anticipation, the highest you've ever gotten, thanks to your brand new tent. Uh, and we're going to start off with the professor uh, coming out onto the floor and he calls out to you all and says, Welcome, one and all! To the Circus of Wayward Wonders, our first show tonight. A strange entity, man, angel, elf, no one is certain for sure, but he comes from the great beyond bearing tricks and mischief. I bring to you all, Bimbo Bottom Text, the Clown, and the Amazing Odd Buddy. Uh, and the crowd goes fucking nuts. Um... So what uh, his job as the ringmaster did uh, was basically uh, he has given you anticipation uh, equal to half the circus prestige. So that's going to be five anticipation off the bat. Okay. Uh, So Volio, your turn. You come out onto the stage. What do you do? So on the stage already is like a little wicker basket. Okay. Like you've seen in movies when they like charm snakes. Uh-huh. Oh, I fucking go. Uh, and Volio kind of like, it's already on there when he gets on stage, but Volio kind of like hops and dances onto the stage and in his hand he's got a kazoo. Okay. Sorry, there's someone else on my fucking window uh, cutting grass. This is a really good time. Um, and he, he kind of gets behind the wicker basket and he starts to play the kazoo. Okay. And like you'd expect, uh, Odd Body kind of like slithers on up. Mm-hmm. Um, and very suddenly, uh, after like a little bit of wiggling, he like pops up a little too fast and the top of the basket hits Volio in the face. Okay. Uh, and he starts choking on the kazoo. Okay. Um, so. I'm going to say that you, you're taking a risk with this one. Yeah. Um, because this is going to be a slapstick trait, um, but you're also going to use the take a risk action, uh, which does, it's good, but it does mean if you fuck up on this uh, next roll, 
there's going to be consequences. Thankfully, the Dwarven Shores are there to keep an eye on you and make sure you're doing all right. Um, mm -hmm. The DC will this will increase by two, but if you uh, work, you'll get extra excitement because of it. Okay. I need you to make me a... Uh, I'll say a performance check, just a straight performance check. All right. Ooh, that's a 19 plus 16. Oh my god. So that is a 35. A 35? Uh, yeah. What level are you guys? We're level 9. Uh, 9. Not a crit success oh. because this thing does have the injury trait. You took a risk, uh, but it's going to get you a lot of excitement. Um, Hell yeah. So nice fucking work. Um, so that's one <laughs> action. That's two actions down. You're going to gain excitement equal to your tricks level. And because you guys are level 9, that means you're going to gain 9 excitement, uh, bring up to 14 total. And because you took a risk, that's going to add half that uh, back to you. So that's going to be uh, 9 plus 4. Uh, sorry. So that's going to be an extra 4 excitement, bringing you up to 18 already. Nice! <laughs> um, great work. You got one action left. Uh, what do you do? Uh Volio's gonna... It's safely lodged in his throat now, so yes. he can't speak, but every noise that he makes is just a really loud kazoo noise. <laughs> uh. Okay. <laughs> but he he's gonna, like, struggle on the ground and, like, get up on the ground, and Oddbody's, like, just kind of, like, cautiously checking him, like, seeing if he's okay, and obviously he's, like, quote-unquote, he's not okay. Um... You put your but, ear to his heart uh, and he's crying. In his, <laughs> in his kazoo screams, uh, Odd Body starts translating for the audience. Yeah. Speaking. Okay. Um. What what does Odd Body say, or do you want me to pick that up? Um. Oh God, I didn't think of any okay, actual jokes to tell, it. but he's okay. Um. You hear Odd Body starts quote unquote translating for you and says, Ah, the pain! Oh, I've been kazooed! Ah. Hey! <laughs> uh, the fucking crowd thinks that's hilarious. Make me another slapstick uh, check. So that's gonna be just straight performance. Okay. <gasps> You're not gonna believe me, Big Top. <gasps> Are you serious? <laughs> I'm serious. You're fucking good. Okay, cool. Um, so that's gonna be a crit success, uh, meaning that you add another. Um, nine, another, uh, another nine excitement, uh, meaning that you have already <laughs> beaten your total anticipation because you're now 27. Uh, that being said, because you got a crit success, um, your, an your anticipation for, uh, you actually build a lot of anticipation. I think people outside hear this is happening and start coming in to check on it, buying tickets. Um, so that's going to be, uh, an extra four anticipation, bringing you up to 30. Not bad. Woo. So you got 27 Hell out of 30. Yeah. That's what you're at right now. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Uh, Volio, as you comically faint and the Dwarven Shores put you on a stretcher and carry you away, um, the crowd goes <laughs> fucking wild. They are L-O-V-I-N-G dis. Um, so that's a successful opener. The DCs for all acts after this are going to be reduced by one. Nice job! Yay! Uh, so now it's time for uh, the build-up. Um, while this is uh, while this is happening, 
Um, I think we see uh, Mordane and Ufi, the aquakineticist, uh, make their way out as uh, the the professor starts uh, calling them to attention as well. And he says, Carrick, we have a real treat for you all tonight. Come see Mordane, the magician, and her new partner in the aquatic arts, the astounding aquakineticist. See if there cause water to rise, to flow, to dance in the air before your very eyes. And here's the thing about uh, Ufi. Ufi's actually level eight. Ufi is strong. Oh, what? Yeah. Um, Damn, bitch. So uh, Ufi kind of like uh, comes out with Mordane and kind of like sends her a smile. Mordane doesn't have her tub this time. Um, mm. And I think what happens is uh, she takes a risk on her first action and clacks some handcuffs around her uh, ankles and waits too, no less. Um, but then uh, Ufi is going to spend an action uh, start doing some aquakineticism. Um, so they swirl their hands and uh, as that happens, uh, the water starts kind of condensing into the air into a big bla- like a big cube of water. Um, and they start growing this larger and larger, uh, pulling out a little uh, gallon of water beside them, multiplying it in the air until it becomes a cube. And then they drop it on top of Mordane, trapping her in a cube and pulling her into the air as it floats. She is doing one of her escape tricks, except this time there's no cage, just magic. Um, and they're going to roll an occultism check that's going to be a 10 plus uh, 14. There's a 24, which is just their DC. That is eight excitement. Woo! Um, uh, so you're now at... Uh, what's seven plus eight? That's 15, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real quick, is Beelzebub yeah. a sword fighter? Uh, sword juggler. Sword juggler, okay. okay. Um, that's... Yeah, you're at 35 excitement. Um, Ufi kind of grins and... Uh, turns to the crowd now, and I think uh, they're going to use their last two actions to build hype for Mordain. And um, I think Ufi calls out and says, ah, the, As the amazing Aquakineticist, there is no way for certain that Mordain the Magician will be able to escape what I have crafted for her! Um, and that is going to be... So if uh, Mordain succeeds, uh, she is going to have uh, an extra ton of anticipation, which is very nice. Because you need to build that anticipation to keep up with your excitement. Uh, you got to keep people's expectations and what you're satisfying uh, equal. You don't want people leaving unfulfilled. You don't want people leaving overwhelmed. So Mordain is then going to uh, roll an athletics check. Uh, and she's going to get that. That's a plus nine. Uh, that is a... Uh, okay, that is an 11 plus 9, that is a 20, and that is uh, the DC she needed to beat. Um, so she's, uh, you see her like fighting against her uh, handcuffs, and she's holding her breath and focusing really hard as Ufi kind of controls the water around her, making it spiral to look like locks and bars, but then suddenly, clink, those uh, manacles fall off and they fall to the floor. Uh, so she's gonna gain a shit ton of excitement and anticipation there. 
Um, that is going to be uh, seven excitement, uh, bringing up to 40. 42 excitement? Holy shit! Um, and bring up to 34 anticipation. Um. Oh, wait, shit. That's actually higher, my bad, because, um, the anticipation was risen by, uh, by the professor as the ringmaster. You're now at 42 excitement out of 39 anticipation. Regardless, uh, on her last action, uh, I think she probably tries to do a performance check and flip out of the water and look beautiful as she lands. And that's gonna be... Okay, I mean, she doesn't. Uh, that's gonna be a 12, but she's no longer at risk of an injury. So I think she just lands and the crowd applauses, uh, but not any harder than they would have otherwise, you know what I mean? Uh... Mordain and Ufi take a bow beside one another and return backstage as uh, the crowd is loving it. Um, and I think it's at this point, uh, Ariata, Roy, are in volume, that someone comes up to you and a random circus event happens. Okay. Uh-oh. Very um, but you three are kind of like uh, prepping. Roy, Ari, uh, and Ariatha, you two are kind of like discussing what you're going to do. Uh, Volio, you're just chilling, uh, combing uh, Oddbody's hair, when uh, someone approaches you. And uh -huh. it's an old lady, um, and she's like, excuse me. Um, and I think um, Damascus is here with her, and like he looks concerned. And says, uh, are you, tr you tree are the, the wandering, the wandering tree? This kind, uh, this kind guard told me to come talk to you about this. Uh, what? Uh, well, my, is my, everything okay? My child has gone, my, my grandson has gone missing. Oh, shit. Where did you last see him? Uh, out by the confectionaries. I, I took my, he asked if he could, uh, get himself a snack, and I said yes, and I took my eyes off him, and then the show started, and we've been separated. Uh, what does he look like? Uh, He's he's short, uh, red hair, big blue eyes, lots of freckles. Uh, he's not wearing any shoes. Um, let's see if we can find him, okay? Let's not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, can Volio look out on the audience, like from one of the curtains, and like see if he sees any kids, like that? Uh. Yeah. Sure. You can make me a perception sure. check. <laughs> I'm rolling super well. Uh, that's 19 plus 13. Fuck? That is... Um, yeah, plus what? 32. 32? 19 plus 13, 32. Oh my fucking god. This is supposed to be a thing you'd spend so long doing because of DC's a 31. <laughs> I'm sorry. And Volio... Meanwhile, I'm so Volio. sorry. Volio in a single action is like... <laughs> da -da 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 -da. Child spotted! Child senses. Um... <laughs> As Gigi and Avora are starting to get prepared, you see him, uh, and he is just happily sipping at some of that beer. Hey, now. <gasps> Volio, like, looks back at the grandma, and he's like, one second, okay? Stay here. Yes, take all the time he's, you need. He's not, he's not gonna snitch this kid out. And he goes over, and he, like, stands over the kid a little bit, not to, like, uh, block anyone else, but to, like, just talk to him. Uh, and he's like, uh, the kid's like four. 
four! Who gave him this? Yeah, it's a... He... Oh, this is a literal fetus. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking baby. Okay, different approach. He's got a big fucking... He's got a big fucking cream mustache on, and he's got a sour face on. Like, he doesn't like okay, this. He's drinking he's, it anyway. He's gonna, like, put a hand on the kid's shoulder, and he's gonna take the fucking beer from him, and he's gonna be like, Whoa, no! hey, <laughs> I don't no! think you should be drinking that yet, little one. Give me my happy juice back. Uh, you can get your happy juice when you come with me to get your grandma, yes? Apple juice. Apple juice later. Come now. He's <laughs> fucking crying. Um, make me a. You've made someone very void. I think you need to make me a diplomacy oh, check. Oh shit! Oh god. Oh, okay, not a good roll. Uh, that's eight plus two. Not your strong point, Volio. <gasps> uh, Volio, what do you do to calm this child down? It goes horribly wrong. Oh, um. <laughs> I think he takes a sip of it himself, and he's like, he's trying to get himself a mustache too to make him like laugh or something. The kid fucking has. He just he sees him. you drinking it, and he fucking starts screaming bloody murder. Oh, no 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 no! Stop 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 stop! Please. I think some of the people in the crowd are like, what? What's going on over there? <laughs> Can I use my deception, please? Sure, make me a fucking deception check. Okay, that's a 14 plus 15. That's... 29. Third... something. 29, yeah. Okay, I think... Uh, how do you lie to this child? Or are you lying to the crowd to be like, nice to see you? Uh... Oh, God. Oh, one of them's gonna look really bad no matter what. <laughs> hmm. I think he'll lie to the kid. Okay. Um, I'll be like, hey, 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 hey. Uh... How about, uh, as an exchange for the juice, I'll let you play with my little, uh, folly friend over here, and he shows him odd body. Fun! And the kid, like, stops fucking crying, he's like, <gasps> and he fucking hugs odd body, and odd body starts constricting around him Okay, slowly. okay, he grabs odd body and he grabs the kid. <laughs> you bring him back to the grandma, uh, who Ariato and Roya yes. are still consoling, and Vola's like, found a kid. Found a kid, take him away, oh. so he doesn't get constricted to this. <laughs> Uh, Constrict our body. Play! We will all play later. <laughs> um, I think uh, the grandma takes the kid back and says, Thank you so much, adventurers. You, you really are as good as the rumors have said you are. And I think she takes out like a, <laughs> just a bag of gold and says, Here, it's not much, but it's something. Oh, dear. Um, oh, my goodness. Thank you. So that's going uh. to be... Uh, She's basically going to give you uh, an additional two gold at the end of oh. your tank. Oh. Um, okay. It's, uh, while all this has been happening, though, uh, you hear an echoing call from uh, the professor, and it's, he says, um, Everyone, I'd like you all to welcome for the first time to any stage, Evora and Gigi. This dynamic duo demonstrates their unmatched strength. You've seen an elephant carry a person, but Canivora bear the weight of her mammoths. Um, and the crowd fucking loves that. They're like, no way. The spotlights flick onto her as she comes out, uh, dressed in her ballet outfit and kind of flexing a little bit, uh, kind of grinning. And she turns to the crowd and I think she's going to spend uh, two actions building hype. Um, she does add anticipation to this. Uh, that's eight of it because, sorry, that's gonna be four anticipation because she is, you know, level eight as well. Should have mentioned. <laughs> um, so you're at 47 anticipation. 
She spends an action, uh, and she's gonna hype herself up, um, to the crowd, like, kind of turning into the crowd and flexing and, like, showing off her muscles, man. Look at this. Look at this shit. Girl, look at that body. Um, <laughs> so that is going to be build hype. She takes two actions preparing, and now she's going to make her check, and if she succeeds, she will also build anticipation, which is critical to you right now. A... 4 plus 19, uh, that's going to be a 23. And because the DC is lowered, that is a success. So as she spends a few turns, flex, flex, flex. And she says, Gigi, come here to me. And the mama comes over and she says, with your strength and mind combined, let us show the world what we are made of. And she puts both arms around Gigi's tusks and she hefts backwards and lifts Gigi into the air above her head. Holy shit, dude. And Gigi, I want to be her. <laughs> she one takes day. a moment and she starts to twirl on one foot. <laughs> and the crowd loses it. Um, I think everyone behind the scenes is losing it too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be eight anticipation, uh, excitement, bringing you up to fifty excitement. Um, and in the meantime, uh, her that anticipation is also going to rise by half her level, also to fifty. And that is the max that your anticipation could okay. go right now. Um, like holy shit, meaning that it's all up from here. Whatever you do now, all you have to worry about, don't worry about anticipation, because it's all excitement now. Are you ready for this, the big uh, grand finale as she comes out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, Royari, Ariato, and uh, Beelzebub, you three have a moment, and Beelzebub kind of... <sighs> okay. You guys ready? Yes. Been, Absolutely. We've been over it. Mm-hmm. I like your plan. Let's do this, okay? No fire magic is promised. Yes, thank you. I cannot tell you how much that means to me. I, I don't worry, I remember. I take you saying that, Ariato is going to give her a plus one on her check. Aww. Um, so, you've had a, a successful opener, which means that all your DCs are going to be lower. Um, you've had a successful build-up, so your anticipation is doing as well as it can. You had a successful big top, um, which means that you're go- you actually did build extra excitement uh, from the big top, mm-hmm. because basically the big top generates double excitement. Cool. Okay. So uh, you are now at fifty-eight excitement. What the and fuck? And now, yeah, the grand finale. One of you, uh, like w- one of these uh, tricks, is going to get extra excitement. Okay. So. Okay. Here we go. How does this work? What do you guys do? What we're gonna do is... Okay, so out of character, without it being a big thing, um, we want it to be like Beelzebub juggling swords at Rayari, who's like striking them back at her. Okay. It's like they're... Kiki described it as like a dance between the both of them, and then Ariato is uh-huh. literally just an effects machine. She's just, she can do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, I really fucking like that. Okay. Um, 
So, okay. Royari and uh, Ariato, you two get into position, and so does uh, Beelzebub. Um, mm-hmm. Royari, you have a uh, scroll sword in one hand. And I think when you come out into the crowd, you do hear like a few fucking <laughs> from your entourage, which has uh, come to. Royari's um, very happy to see them. Ariato, you prepare, uh, and you're kind of like magic swirling around your hands and uh, out come Be- comes Beelzebub in full heavy armor carrying uh, several sets of swords and she's like alright guys you ready? Oh very much so absolutely and for our final performance tonight we have a spectacle like no other a dance of blades between the sword saint Royari Sansonax and uh, uh, Beelzebub the sword juggler all of which shall be framed by the frightening magic of Ariato Cinderblacks. Are we all ready for the grand finale? And the crowd naturally fucking loses it. Um, so what I think uh, is going to happen is uh, it's going to start off with uh, Beelzebub making some athletics checks. Uh, so that's going to be a 16, a plus 16. Uh, that's a 19 plus 16. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a crit. Um, so that's going to be extra excitement as she starts throwing swords at you, Royari. Um, and Royari, in return, I want you to make me a, uh, just a tap roll, I think. Because basically what you're, uh, what you said you want to do is you want to knock these swords back at her for her to start juggling. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Roy, make me that attack roll. Let me go button thing. Okay. Would it be like, uh... If you wanted to take a risk, if you wanted to take a risk, um, the DC would rise, but, uh, in return, you would make more excitement and you would probably gain panache from it as you wait until the last moment to start striking back and I would let you have panache which lets you make precise okay. strikes okay so do you want to take an action to take a risk sure okay um so on your second action make me an attack roll and this will be okay. what your precise strike I'm using hero point I roll a five <laughs> okay sure <laughs> Okay, that's 15 plus 18. Uh, yeah, okay, that's a success. That's a 35. Um, nope. That's a trade tree? No. It's a 33. It's a 33. Okay, that's a trade tree. Um, okay. Uh, so, Royari, uh, that works, and you're going to get extra excitement back. This is going to be a total of 13 excitement. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. Um... Ariato, uh, what are you doing? How are you? What's the magic shit you're doing? Uh, so she is basically an effects machine. She is tumble running and doing a bunch of gymnastics mm-hmm. while doing do my spells list. <laughs> um, a combination of divine lance and as many searing lights as she can possibly do. Fuck yeah! Okay. Um, so this is something I will say, by the way. Uh, you've actually all learned new tricks. Um, because mm-hmm. of your level, you now have two tricks you can use. So, for example, if Voli wants to do something other than uh, slapstick, he could. Um, 
I will say that this is a magical trick, uh, which means that if you are expending your spell slots, uh, you don't, uh, you will actually get an additional amount of excitement equal to the expended spell slots level. Cool. So what spell slot for Searing Light are you using to blast? This is, well, she can have this one heightened, mm-hmm. so level five. Fuck yeah, okay. So make me a, uh, this will be a religion check. Or a spell attack roll. Maybe the spell attack roll works better in this case. 15. Oh, wow, two off. Yep, spell attack then. <laughs> 31. Uh, yeah, okay, that's going to succeed. Um, so that's going to be an extra 14 excitement. Holy shit. Um, you have uh, one action left. Uh, I assume just to ca- like blast out a few like sparkles of cantrips. Unless you want to do something more with your gymnastics. Uh, to really wow the crowd with your moves. Uh, uh, well, she does a combination of both mm-hmm. because I, I imagine like every time uh, she flips, like a, di- a divine lance comes out of a sing- mm-hmm. like uh, an appendage. Pretty much. Okay, you know what? I'm going to say <laughs> that your second trait, because you already have magic, your second trait is dance. And okay. anytime... I have so many fucking dancers. <laughs> This is this is more <laughs> just in the gymnastic sense of things. Um, you can make me okay. a performance check, and uh, right. if Royari wants to aid you with a uh, with a co-star reaction, uh, you'll get a plus six on this roll. Oh, plus, uh, I could do that. Yeah, okay. I could absolutely aid. Okay, so well, Ro- I uh, hmm? got a thirty-three. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can get this into a crit then, um, Royari. Uh, do you want to dance with Ariato in this kind of like um, this swirling like circle of swords that you've got going on? Okay, so make me a performance check. Okay. I rolled a nat twenty, so. Holy shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I rolled a. Uh, that's a. That that is a thirty-five. I'm gonna say, Ariato, with that, well, with your performance nearly being incredible, and then Royari really helping you, like, accent, like, not steal, Royari isn't stealing the show, but Royari is doing everything in their power to make people look at you. Um, and certainly they are. And you kind of, like, in a way, become the star of the show itself, because yes, this dance is happening, but suddenly it kind of starts to happen around you. As you're blasting off these spells into the air, the swords are swinging over, under, over, under, around, side to side, and you are the centerpiece. Um, so that's going to be, I'm going to say you get double excitement on that, uh, which means that you get 18 fucking excitement. What the fuck? <laughs> um, and because you did the co-star reaction, which is something that happens in you get a bonus for it in the uh, grand finale you actually oh my god no that's 22 excitement in one fucking trick Ariato. what the fuck huh. <laughs> magic is a specialty yeah fucking evidently and the show uh, with that I think I think some people in the crowd just straight up faint. Oh my god! <laughs> you went that fucking hard. As everyone comes out uh, with you guys, Ariato, Royari, and Beelzebub, you should kind of like hug each other into like like into a big hug with each other because you did so great. Um, the end of that is I shit you not, 
107 excitement. Oh. Holy Hell shit. yeah. What the fuck? Hey, wasn't our first performance like 30? Yeah, it I was. So. Your No, your first performance was 20. Holy fucking shit. Uh, with that performance, with 107 excitement and 10 prestige from your circus, that adds up to a total of 30 gold from that performance, which is almost as much as three performances in a row during the first two books. Holy shit. As everyone comes out onto the stage to take a bow for Carrick, uh, the professor calls out and says, Thank, Thank you, Carrick, for seeing the greatest show of all of Galarian. You have been an amazing crowd. And we shall see you all soon in the next town over of Matin Cleave. Come on, come all, and come see the circus. Tell your friends, tell your foes, and tell your family. Good night, one and all. Good night, Carrick. And with that, you guys have put on one hell of a fucking show. One that the people of Carrick aren't going to forget anytime soon. This is what being in the circus is all about, baby. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. This episode of Dice and Roll would not have been possible without the generosity of our Patreon supporters. Daniel McElduff. Black Dragon Gaming. Dennis FFX. Ava. Chris Lutman. Rem T. Bright. Lonesome Chunk. Rick Jones. Casper. Steph. Emmelyn. Cone Without Name, Sean C, Skyly Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Elizabeth, Jenna Mitchell, James R, Kane Kendrick, Donald Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Mel Eeyore, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Aderna, Jean de Bookhorner, SS66Seeker, Leon, Lynx, Dame Valor the Turd, and Sierra. Thank you all so much for supporting us. If you want to help keep it rolling, check out our Patreon and see the stuff you can get for helping. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.